The Bar Group, raising the bar in real estate. Your Lake Highlands, Lakewood, Preston Hollow Pros. You can find them at thebargroup.com. Unparalleled customer service for your real estate needs. The Bar Group. Coming through. Bass in that, eh, whatever. Pretty jamming. I think it's pretty cool. I, I didn't write that myself, but I have to uh, start the show. Um, <clears throat> I had a conversation with my mama, who she's 81 years old. Her name's Gloria Reese, and she's hilarious. And um, <clears throat> her birthday was last. It was the 30th of November. So happy birthday, mama! I know she's not listening, but uh, anyway, now we're getting on. Probably traumatizing my next guest, who's a super. Badass baller, pickleballer, and uh, uh, she's a former doubles national champion. Um, she's a Baylor Bear, Sikkim, right? Am I correct with this? That's right. You got it, <laughs> Sikkim, Sikkim Bears. She's Texas's own here, her name is a, and she's also a five O sponsored player with Head, who I'm going to be shifting with here a little bit in 2023. Uh, and I, I go on, but I don't want to bore you. She's a lot more intelligent and. Uh, prettier than I am. And without further ado, we have Amy Yarbrough. How are you, Amy? I'm doing great, Curtis. Thank you so much for having me on today. It took us like 10 years to get like, <laughs> like to get, to get like up together here. I was like, this, this is she going to think I'm psychotic trying to always talk to her to get her on the show, you know? <laughs> Scheduling is always the most difficult thing for sure. And you are in Austin, Texas, right? I'm actually in San Marcos, Texas, oh, sorry. where right. um, Texas State is located. So yeah. we're in between San Antonio and Austin. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, uh, are you from the Austin area or, or San Antonio area? Are you from da- uh, Texas? I actually am not. I'm a Midwestern girl from the- Granville, Ohio. Oh, you are Midwest. I'm from Kansas, to Topeka. Okay. Okay. Well, we're the ones that talk normal, right? Yeah. We so don't say y'all. It's you guys, right? <laughs> That's right. That's do you, right. Do you know Charlotte? Do you know Charlotte Rivera? You know her? Charlotte, yes. Yeah. Anyway, she came on the show a while back, and she, her her husband is from South America, I believe, and then her mom, her, her she's from Boston, right? Okay. And I think she, I got it mixed up right there, but the one was from Boston, and and the way that her her, her mother in law says Texan and Boston says get in the car, y'all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the car. That's true. I don't know. Whatever. I butchered 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 that one up, but yeah, she's great. <laughs> well. So Amy Wynn, tell us your story, uh, your journey to pickleball. I'm sure it's a great one. Let's let's hear it. That's kind of, yeah, that's a very open-ended question, Curtis. So you just feel free to cut me off when you uh, heard enough or if you want more of that background. But um, I pretty much grew up enjoying anything with a ball, right? Um, played a lot of different sports. My dad coach and a baseball coach also division one baseball pitcher at ohio state university nice. mom's a great golfer Whoa. but i i have two sisters and they both went another route than me so i was kind of the only little tomboy <laughs> in my family that's like me but i was fortunate enough to go to baylor university yes. um, my two favorite sports were were volleyball and basketball probably growing up yeah. And I played basketball at Baylor and I was an invited walk-on yes. that went to Baylor. And so that was my first experience into Texas wow. and having guys open doors for me 
and oh. um, the Southern hospitality. <laughs> so it. it was a big change, but it was awesome. I loved it when from you, day one that I stepped on that campus. When were you at Baylor, if I could ask? Because there's changed a lot, obviously, right? You've probably seen how everything's changed. It has changed a lot. Uh, yes, Pam Bowers was our coach when oh, I wow. was there oh, wow. uh, in 89. Nice. Is when I went to wow. school. I graduated in 93. Oh, wow. And then I ended up staying in Texas because my husband, Scott, is actually from San Marcos, where we live today. <laughs> I married so, a Texan, too, so you did good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I got into coaching, and I actually officiated some basketball Yeah, because that's what my husband does. He's a college Division One referee, and um, during in college, I ended up – I only played one year and then I started officiating uh, in order to make some money. Wow. And it definitely made, made me a better coach. I kind of feel like that should be part of the curriculum for anybody that's graduating with an education degree that desires to go into coaching. Uh, I think they ought to have to do some refereeing at least one semester. That's, so, no, I mean, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great transition and um, definitely made me a better coach. So then I had to choose whether to go the referee route or the coaching route and just always kind of felt like I was, I was going to be a coach. Mm -hmm. So went that route. And I think what led me to pickleball is I was still playing basketball when I was coaching my team mm -hmm. when um, I was 37 years old and I tore my first ACL oh. and, uh, at that time. And then I was 40 and coaching at a private school, and that was a great year. We actually won oh, championship geez. in Texas. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite coaching memory. But uh, I tore my second ACL playing a pickup game with my players. Really? So, yeah, had to learn the hard way. When you're 40, <laughs> you're not the same as when you're 16. Don't go playing basketball with young people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So multiple injuries, right? That's uh, what led me. So I was still pretty oh, active, man. biking, jogging, I swimming. I could see it already, man. Out and I lost, uh, you know, pretty much all of that. Um, hmm. I could still swim and I could still bike. Yeah. And I couldn't play basketball anymore. Couldn't jog anymore. And I was working out in my gym and I saw people playing pickleball. And this was probably in 2016. That's so cool. And that's that's what piqued the interest. I was like, I wonder if I could do that. Yeah. So you and were you tore your ACL. So I started playing in 2017, and here we are. <laughs> so you tore your ACL playing basketball with your kiddos, not your your players. I'm other kiddos. You know, yes, I don't care if, if you're a student of mine, if you're an uh, experienced person in life or a not experienced person in life. You're still my kid, so well, they're all our kids. <laughs> so, uh, so you tore your ACL. I lost a lot of mobility for a while. It's very frustrating. You, you make me competitive right now. I'm gonna go run. Up, I'm gonna go run up to North down the uh, North Toy right now. You're pretty intense. Point is, um, I can see that. But then you went to pickleball. You saw pickleball in a gym, and boom, here we are. Right, 2017 is that you said you started playing? 18. Yeah, I played my first tournament in 2017. I probably picked up a paddle for the first time wow. in 2016. Wow, wow, and was. You know, it was just a, an awesome experience to be able to, you know, to be a high level athlete and to God just made me competitive mm -hmm. like you and like every other person. Oh, my my younger son's like that. Ugh. And so to be able to find something that fills that void yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> that's, you know? that's great. So, yeah. And learning new skill, you know, that's a challenge. It's still part of why I love pickleball because I'm always learning yes. something new, something different. The game keeps changing, I know, keeps getting better. 
I mean, whenever we, I remember I started in 2018 and got certified with, with us by Seymour Rifkin, actually. He was on my uh, show yeah. a few weeks back. And um, uh, um, anyway, he, he, I was at Bent Tree with Craig Bell and some other pros that have, a lot of these guys are, I still aren't here anymore. But but um, I, I, I fell in love with it, too. And, and when you first start doing it, playing it, and teaching it, you're getting your butt kicked, right? And so, or at least I did, and so, and still do. But um, uh it's just the success rate you have when you when you can't move as fast like like you're talking about but you were initially but just making contact with the ball and getting it over and all that stuff made it really really uh, addicting right totally yes so and it, yeah it didn't it didn't take long at all for me to become <laughs> addicted and again the challenge part because yeah. i was you know all of us that come in and have a pretty athletic background it's like oh i can do this but you really, you can do it. Anybody can play pickleball and we can have them having a great time within 15 yeah. minutes. Oh yeah. But to master yes. the skill is, is a little bit different. And so as athletes, I think it was frustrating when I didn't understand like, Oh, why do I keep popping balls up? And <laughs> why do I have to let the freaking serve bounce? That's stupid. The return yeah. bounce. God, I'm so well, painful. You got to put your reps in, right? <laughs> it takes time to, to master and to get a lot of control. So so you said That's you said fun. the game's changed. Do you? When I first started, was, I've already talked about the third shot drop, and I was never really sold on it. And I'm not. Please don't anybody listening think that I'm saying anything bad about that. It's an amazing shot. It's, it needs to be used, but it's it's. I always teach taught three zones, and even whenever it was, you're supposed to hit the third shot drop. And again, no disrespect to that, but I felt like there's something missing here. So I decided to add like a middle tier right there, the middle where you got to learn to step back, make a choice, and block or or you know hit a lifting or something like that and then get in so getting in after that third ball right but so, so be more specific specific about that when you say the game has changed um i think the game has changed because the level of play just continues to get higher and higher i think what used to be a 4-0 mm -hmm. is now maybe a 3-5 <sighs> wow. um I, I feel like the level of play um, it's just really changed, especially on, the, I play in the senior pro division yeah. now yes. and I still play some 5-0, plus stuff too. But I just feel like from when I first started, it's, it's jumped up a whole ranking. Mm -hmm. Well, my, my goal, like I've told um, uh, some people is that I'm going to start playing more. Not that I'm amazing, but I have, I've really had no time to focus on the game itself. I'm just trying to land a spot somewhere and let somebody learn my craft and trust me to teach pickleball and, Obviously, I'm past that stage, which is very tough, and you know that. And um, so, um, anyway, I look forward to. I'm, I'm going to be 50 in two years, so hey, uh, I'll I'll be <laughs> you'll be kicking my butt, or maybe you can we can play together, and you can yell at me the whole time. I don't know. That's like the best that. part about pickleball. It's turning 50, the best part about turning 50 is pickleball. For yes, real. Yes, it's not. Your, your not, bracket just got a lot smaller. It's. <laughs> it's it's not it's not the other decades it's the 50s so 50s very nifty for for us picklers i love that there you go well okay sure. so you said why you said you just love it because of you know it's pickleball uh i have questions about your camps and all that what how it says how did you create in your camps and programs i mean what what's what's a a, a simple formula for you Oh, that's a, that's a big question. Let me, uh, I'm going to take you back just a little bit because again, I started playing pickleball. I had just gotten out of coaching mm -hmm. and after a couple of years, I was like, no, I had a, 
why don't I do some coaching with the with pickleball? Try that out. So pretty good. Um, in 2020, I had uh, Jeff Contreras built my website for me and did a fabulous job. Yes, he did. And then um, a big shout out to Andrew Mossy at Swing Production mm-hmm. because they came in. I don't know if you've been to my website, but all of the introductions yes. that I have on there, which tells Very a little smooth. bit about myself yes. and shows videos that's yes. all done by Andrew and swing production. Very and um, it was, I was just blessed to, to meet them. Mm-hmm. One of those things met on the courts <laughs> was working with them. And then he told me about what he does. And, and so I was just very fortunate to be around great people to help me get that going because I know the X's and O's of coaching for sure, but yeah. building a business and, and, kind of creating something from the ground up was a whole different experience for me. So I had really good people around me that were able to help me get going. So I wanted to throw that out there. Um, and then it's, it's gone, it's gone crazy. I know. Uh, I've been looking at your videos and, and yeah, by God's <laughs> grace, it's just grown so much that I now actually have, uh, I think six or seven coaches working with me. Um, in order for us to, to meet the demand. So anywhere from, uh, San Antonio to Austin, Uh we can give lessons, run clinics, camps. And now I'm kind of getting to where I'm doing more camps and clinics and less Mm -hmm. lessons, especially less private lessons. And I'm letting all my other coaches that are getting started and moving in the coaching world. Um, I really enjoy working with them too and helping them in their coaching careers. So it's, um, it's been great. Um, I, I get to run a camp with Rick Witzkin out of Indiana, nice. uh, AY Ripskin camp. Uh-huh. And so we've kind of developed that, uh, to the tune now where we just come in, he gets off the plane, we meet and we're ready to go. That's great. Um, and we've had a lot of people come through that camp and still probably will have a lot more, I hope. But, um, yeah. I think we just saw what the biggest need is. Mm-hmm. As, as you know, being an instructor, our, our uh, biggest group is the 3035 yeah. level. Yep. They are still really wanting to learn mm-hmm. and grasp and have somebody teach them instruction and give them sound fundamentals. So, um, you know, you start there by who needs, who needs us the most and yeah. what do they need to work on? Uh-huh. So that's kind of how I create my camps and also clinics yeah. just um, out and seeing like where, where are weaknesses, where do a lot of people need a lot of work? And so I just take it from there. And, and sometimes I have ideas when I see other people playing or when I'm playing myself and it's like, Oh, I need to need to run a clinic on this. Cause a lot of us need work on this. So well, it's, um, it's all in trial inherent. and error. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's inherent with, you know, with your dad and mom being competitive and I'm sure your sisters, but they might be like that somewhere. Everybody's competitive in their own, in their own right. I can tell you that. Yes. <clears throat> so, well, I'll tell you right, right now, you know, I was raised that good things happen to good people, you know, and, and, and I live by that. My wife and I do, and I'm not trying to corny, but I, I know I've, I've heard nothing but amazing good things about you. And I know that, that if you have good pros, it's because it starts at the top. So, that's a that's kudos to you, Miss Yarbrough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was fortunate to have good people around me that helped me get started, and so it's yeah. it's it's been a great journey. Yeah, um, there's a lot more couldn't coming away. without them. Again, I'm the X's and O's, and they helped me with the business side of it. Yep. Bring the website together and everything, and then yeah, you're right. You surround yourself with good people, and good things happen. So uh, we'll go to what what we touched on this, but what brand pickleball do you enjoy or you endorse? 
And what, and what do you use? What, what, what paddle or whatever you're using paddles. Okay. So I'm a team head sponsored yeah. player okay. and also head pen distributor. So that's who I have the most familiarity with. Um, and I've been, it's been great with getting my business started because of all the coaching things that I can get from head is down to nets, paddles, yeah. balls are great for coaching. Um, even some like my dots and my circles, things that I use for coaching. So yeah. it's been a great combination for me to be able to work with head pen. Super important to have dots. Oh my dear Lord. It's so important to have dots for kids, for yes. big kids. And my need God, your <laughs> need your targets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's funny. We were talking about that because we do, we got little kids at green after school. We're starting a pickleball program in 2023. Uh, great. And, um, um, uh, now I'm doing these littles and they're all just, Oh, but, uh, we love them. But anyway, uh, that's a different, that's a different thing what? there. Yeah. You, you've got to be very creative and play lots of games. <laughs> yes. That's where the leaders have to lead. And, and our pros there that we have are, are, are really, they're good too. They're like you, you know, that they're doing a good job. It's cause we're, we're investing time in them. Right. Uh, that's so, awesome. okay. So then certifications, what do you have? USPTA, IPTPA, USPTR. What do you have? Uh, yeah, I have two actually. I have PPR and I have IPTPA. Very good. Now, uh, so that, that was a good combination because their coaching styles are very different. So um, I think honestly, between you and I, the best coaches are not ones that are taught something in a certification, but have a coaching background or a, a coaching experience. And it's more about relating to the people that they're seeing and, and having a coach's eye. That is right. So true. It, if you can't really identify yeah. what your client is doing wrong, then um, they're not going to be helped very much. If you have a, a, you have a vast, a good staff, you obviously have somebody on staff that fits personalities and fits, you know, <clears throat> fits what they're looking for. Some people wouldn't would be with me. I'm ADHD and nuts and curse a lot and make fun of you. Not the kids, obviously the big kids, <laughs> I just, <laughs> but I'm pretty intense. Some people don't like that crap. My wife doesn't yeah. really care for it. <laughs> She's like, you're being a jerk. I'm like, no, I'm not. So. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right. Everybody's different. Just like us. For yeah, sure. Yep. And so, uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, there's uh, what, what you, of the three events, there is singles, doubles, and mixed. Why and which one is your favorite? I'm sure you like all of them because you are, look like an intimidating young lady. I do like all of them. Unfortunately, <laughs> singles is not in my game right now because oh. of knee problems. So, ah. Um, that I, I really don't play much singles. I haven't for a while, but I love mix and I love doubles. And yes. I think they're very different beast. That's what I was going to ask you. What's, what do you feel like the difference? Cause typically both players are strong in pickleball. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at a higher level, you both better be strong mm -hmm. because, uh, in pickleball and doubles, it's so easy to isolate mm -hmm. and that that's what it makes it hard. I think about partnerships. Yes. It's, really hard to find that that right partner that fits with with you that especially in doubles yes. that not one person is being isolated and one person gets all the ball mm -hmm. so um that that is an extra hard thing for all of us oh. to handle i mean i have clients ask me all the time who should i play with oh. um and i mean it's hard for me so it's it, you know i just have to tell them the same thing it's a bit of a journey yeah you, you got you got to see how it works. I think a lot of it is chemistry. Yes. Um, I, I think but, yeah, doubles. I think it's harder in doubles. Mm -hmm. um, I think in mix, it's a little bit more role play. Mm -hmm. So it's not maybe quite as hard in mix as it is in doubles to find that partner because as a female, you know the ball's coming to you in mixed. Mm -hmm. So 
that's just a given. Yes. Um, so, you know, to be a steady player, somebody that's consistent and can, can keep the ball balls. in play, yeah. set your partner up. Yes. Cause just keep, keep your opponent moving. Right. And yeah, I, I have, I'll be there more next year, but when I do this, but uh, in tennis, especially at the college, um, when we get to the, the last, the, the last hurrah, you know, national, whatever. And you want to, you know the people you're playing. You played them in the conference or whatever, or you play them maybe the year before somewhere, and you'd always have to partner up with somebody on the team who you know. Say, like when I played, it was chip and charge all day, every day, underspin serve and all that stuff. I didn't. I, the guys that want to play with me, are the guys hit the ball hard, right? Because I can right. just angle it off. But I don't know. It's just weird. Too too aggressive people sometimes in tennis was was not a good thing because fight over the ball, important shots. But that's pretty. That's a that's a good uh, take on mixed versus uh, just regular doubles and pickleball. Yeah, it, it makes a difference. And that's another area where I've seen the game change. Honestly, Curtis, is the pace of the ball. Yeah, um, I think at, at, at least the people that I'm playing against at the senior pro level, most of them have at least collegiate tennis yeah. backgrounds. Uh -huh. And so I think the pace of the game has sped up. Yes. Um, I definitely dink a lot more in mixed mm -hmm. than I do in doubles. Mm -hmm. You're a little more aggressive in the, yeah. I, I'm I'm weird. I, I I like to angle the ball. <laughs> uh, like for example, in, in, in the deuce side, I, I played that all day, and I loved when people served to my backhand because that's the toughest shot in tennis, or it used to be 20 years ago, the backhand return. But on the deuce side, but I just chipped that right out wide every time. Just and it always went in, and and, and I love doing. That. I love changing the direction like that in pickleball, and and I just. It's just bad. It's just so much fun. <laughs> Sorry. No, I think that's great. I, I'm I'm a little bit the same. I like to play angles. I like yeah. to open up gaps yeah. by moving people and then, you know, find the, find the gap. But, yeah, I am seeing a lot more um, just drives, uh -huh. power, yeah. pace of the ball, mm -hmm. in women's doubles especially. Yes. Well, okay, so of all your endeavors in this, in this sport uh, of pickleball, uh, what's your – What's your, um, I mean, anything you want, you want to discuss right now or you kind of touched on your camps earlier or, or what are you working on right now? Um, all my endeavors. Wow. There's been a great road. I think um, I'm very proud of AY Pickleball. That's our logo. And what um, been able to do as far as helping a lot of people, connecting with a lot of people. I have a, a lot of great clients that I also call friends. Good. So that's kind of part of why I enjoy coaching is I enjoy seeing their games elevate, yeah. hearing their stories, connecting with people. It's not just about go on the court, feed balls and say, see ya. So <laughs> I really like the connection part of pickleball with my own partners, but also with my clients. So um, I think just always developing what's needed, bring now learning to bring new coaches in and have them be a part of AY pickleball has been great. Um, allows me to do some different things. And I think another big reason I did that one, I was driving to Austin way too much, <laughs> but it's a very, I think the hardest thing about coaching pickleball and wanting to play at a high level uh -huh. is that combination right there wow. because we are on the court feeding balls, coaching, watching what's happening. And then it's really hard to also find dedicated time for you or for me to work on my own game. Yeah. Um, and that's been a huge, like over the last year and a half, I'm still trying to figure that balance out to how I can, um, how much time do I need to dedicate to my own game and step away a little bit from coaching. So I think that's the hardest part of the two. 
And that's always a work in progress. I do think I'm getting better at balancing that, but um, I still have goals of being able to, you know, play high level, play senior pro stuff. Yeah. There's a great new league that's coming out. Did you see that? It's, the it's, senior pros are going to have a team event. Uh, no, I haven't seen them. I'm sorry. What is it? NLP. There are some, some senior pro players are putting it together where it's going to be like MLP. Well, let's get them on here, man. I want them on here. I'm trying to get Major League Pickleball in Austin down there. Brooks to call me and he I can't touch with him yet, but here we're working on it. They're Talk to him for so me. so busy. Yes. They're so busy, but Hopefully, we'll also have a senior version of that come in starting in June. I want to talk to that guy. Can I get him on? You think he'll come on and talk about it? Uh, you could talk to Rick Witzkin. Yeah, him. That guy. Yes. Rick, I'm calling out you, bro. All right. Let's go, Rick. He'd <laughs> we'll, be a good source. We'll get him on there. We'll get him on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, basically, in going back to the Endeavor question and all that, basically, we're becoming a pillar of the community, the pickleball community in Austin and and in and San Marcos, which is a great area down there. And that's what you're becoming, and a mentor. For, and that's... Truly, one of the reasons why I love this show, that this has evolved, thank you, Ren Miller, is um, is I like to hear stories because everybody's got a story. And and I know I have a really weird story, whacked out story before I, to where I got where I was at. We all have stories, and, and I want people to, to be able to tell them on here. But I've, at the end of the day, it comes down to just being pickable. I mean, like you said, you become friends with these people. And and, and then, like, like I said, this new place I'm working at now, I said this in my last show, I don't really care, but... Um, if this is just an example of all my listeners here, our listeners and players and pros, uh, that pickleball is really a sense of community. But these two players had uh, grew up in Chicago. They're both uh, uh, in their early 70s. And I, we were all sitting there in the rain talking. And, and then they said, well, I went here. And she goes, oh, the rival high schools. And they grew up 15 minutes from each other and graduated cool. same years. And boom, it, just they're playing pickleball. So that's yeah. what you're doing down there. And I think it's awesome. It's there. There's a lot going on. I, I think I too want to tell you the other part of that. I think that, um, you know, our treasures are where our heart is. Yeah. And the other thing that I'm wanting to kind of bring to pickleball right now is we started a thing called pickleball fellowship. Awesome. And I'd really like to see that grow. And that's just a community where we can come together and do more than just play pickleball. Right. So yeah. like when we had our first couple of get togethers, I just wanted everybody to kind of tell their story. You know, whether you grew up in church or you didn't grow up in church yeah. or so it's what's your background. Pickleball Fellowship. Pickleball Fellowship. That's cool. Ah, see? Another good story, man. I guess yeah. I, I guess I'm a good person. I, I, I hope I hope you're gonna hear a lot more about I, no, that. I'm sure. Future. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure. That's great. So um well we can let's, let's talk about you real quick and your family and your college and where you grew up and all that stuff uh, now. That's now now it's your platform, not the beginning. Okay. <laughs> so Granville, Ohio, uh oh, great, sorry. great community that I grew up in. Awesome parents. They were my biggest fans, never missed any sporting event yep. I was in. Um, and now I have two boys. Yes. And me too. one is a freshman in college at Texas oh, Tech. Is it yes. My wife and the other son is about to graduate from Texas State here in San Marcos. <sighs> yeah. He started at Baylor, but during COVID, that was a rough, rough yeah. time yeah. to be in college. So yeah. he's having a great time finishing up here at Texas State. So two boys. I can't believe I just became an empty nester uh. this year. <laughs> so life has changed there a little bit too. Um, you know, I just really didn't want to be gone two and three weekends in a row playing on all these senior pro tour things. Yeah, now so, it's your time, right? Um, I have a little bit more flexibility and freedom now. So um, my husband's very supportive. Again, he's a very high level uh, basketball referee. And uh, so he's, he's traveled ever since I've known him. And, 
Yeah, he's, cool. he's on the road going to different games. How do you get, so. into, how do you get into that? That's, that's a unique – I've never met – I've never – you see him on TV, but I've never known anyone who's – Yeah, you have to have thick skin, that's for sure. <laughs> it, it definitely teaches you to have thick skin. Um, uh, and, you're, he, you know, and you're a boy he, mom, so you really got to – Shout out to him. He's one of the best. He's worked 11 Final Fours in his oh, career. Oh, wow. So um, he's a pretty high-level official – and um, I don't know where he'll take his career after this season, maybe as a supervisor or something else. But he understands, you know, the travel and the competitiveness yeah. and, and all of that. So my husband, Scott's a big supporter of my pickleball growth and my business. He's Thank the you, business Scott. background. So he gets lots of questions from me <laughs> when I'm trying to figure out something that has to do with the business end. Hey, it's uh, <laughs> My wife helps me with our business. Believe me, she's, she does the numbers and all that. <sighs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Uh, so, um, what's your favorite story to tell about pickleball? Like favorite place to play tournaments or favorite shot? Well, no, the first one's your favorite place to play. And obviously I have to tell all you pickleballers this, these pickleball players, uh, that it's not, not saying you like one place better, but the one that time was very enjoyable. Does that make sense? That's <laughs> there's, good. Cause there's so many of them, right? Yes. Okay, I'm just clarifying. So mine has to be, you know, my national championship 5-0 Ooh, silver medalist is, is with Kevin Mark, and that was in mixed. That's our boy. Not in doubles, actually, it was in mixed. Yeah. And so um, Indian Wells yep. is just an amazing venue. Uh, I, you just walk in that place and go, wow. Kevin said um, the same thing. So that, that probably has to be my favorite venue and my favorite experience. We ended up finishing so late yeah. one night. It was cold. It was dark. We had played all day, and it was a total blast. <laughs> he said the same thing. <laughs> all right, what's your favorite shot? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm a two-y on the backhand, what's so your... I kind of like a backhand volley. Oh, yeah. Um, another shot that actually, believe it or not, I know it's it's actually not a hard shot, but for some reason it gets me so pumped when I get an ATP. Oh God! Okay, tell tell us tell our, our listeners who don't know that what that means is or are okay. pros. So ATP is around the post uh -huh. shot, and when you're especially in mix when we're doing the, our cross court dinking, right? <laughs> Sometimes the angles tend to get deeper and oh, yeah. deeper, and yep. that's when you can take advantage yeah. of an around the post ball. Um, and again, another area where the game has gotten higher is when we first started doing ATPs, nobody knew how to defend those. And wow. now a lot of people are doing great at defending they them. So back. it's not an automatic winner, but it's a it's a great shot. Well, they like scoot back for it and go the, go yes. the middle. Okay, yes. um, that's good. It's defensive. It's good. Be able to block. All right. Well, that's the ATP. I know. I was like, I wanted to say what that is because I forgot. But um, anyway, I didn't do that. So, what's your favorite shot, Curtis? Uh, my favorite shot is the lob. Oh, you're one of those. No, 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 no. The offensive lob at the kitchen line, the no volley zone yeah. line. That's the one I, I like you, the most. Man. It's a great shot. Not the lob back at the I'm, baseline. I don't know if you know this because you can't see me standing up, but I'm not very big. So I uh, tend to get lobbed. Uh, so I like to use it myself too. You got to throw it up there before they throw it up there, right? Yep. I had a, I had a mixed doubles partner um, uh, and um, that I worked with her name was Zdena and she was from the Czech Republic and uh she, um, one of her sparring partners was a uh, Martini Hingis growing up, amazing tennis player. She played at North, Northeastern Oklahoma. 
And uh, anyway, she was like you, and we played. And we just wouldn't, we couldn't get beat because she would just sit back and rip them all day, and I'd angle them off and finish it. And so you'd be fun to play with. <laughs> awesome. Well, I have to say, I'm the setup. I'm the setup girl, right? Go. I'm gonna drop reset. I'm go. gonna create a pop up on and let my partner finish it. Now I'll finish a ball if I get one, but um, I think I'm known more for kind of my soft touch, dinking, yes. resetting. Those are probably my two strengths. That's awesome. So I'm glad you approve of my um, offensive volley lob at the, at the yes. no volley zone. They're so hard to read, right? If somebody uh, takes a volley and lobs it, <laughs> you have no time to react. I love I, that shot. I, I like to point it out to the odd side corner. <laughs> it really pisses people off because they try to run around. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's frustrating to play against a good lobber. Yeah. yeah. Well, nobody, well the, Matt, La, uh, not Matt, La, uh, a buddy of mine had, uh, had told me that, that, the best definition of a, of a lob is surprise. And I, that's why I like it already because that was years ago he told me that. And I'm thinking, I lobbed all the time, and especially yeah. in, in dubs because people don't expect it and they don't like it. That's exactly right. That's a clinic that always seems to fill up when I'm doing lob clinics. Really? Um, wow. But I think primarily I always start with the defensive side of that because it seems like every injury I've seen happen in pickleball was from people backpedaling. Uh-huh. So we always uh-huh. start off with the footwork of retrieving, retrieving a lob. Retrieving, yes. The difference between that and tennis, retrieving pickleball. That's a good verbal cue right there. I'm going to use that. So <laughs> so these are fun questions here. Uh um, but what's your favorite band or song right now? Right now, I was coming in, I was all pumped and nervous to meet you, so I had to crank up some Misfits, Where Eagles Dare. It's an old punk band from uh, Detroit. Um, what's yours? When, and my, yeah, right now, talk to That's me. That's a hard question because I, I usually have music on. I'm not a big TV person, but uh, I do right like that music going in the background. Right I'd here. say I'd, mine, I'm probably going to have country music, <laughs> pop music, or Christian music on. That's Those good. are my three go tos. There's nothing wrong with that. And, then, and uh, I love uh, the old, yeah, you're going to make fun of me, no, but not. I am a Taylor Swift fan um, and Ed Sheeran fan. Uh, it, what's, that's so hard to be nice right now, but I'll be nice. Those people are very, 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 very so hard. They're very um, good, talented artists. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. Plan. But that's I love country weird. music too. So <laughs> no, I, they're I not bad. They're not bad. Okay. Do you well, know who Tomlin is? Who? Chris Tomlin. I know. I do not. Okay, not so you're going to have to listen to this song. Thank you, Lord. Okay. And it's a great way to start your day. So that's Chris probably Tomlin. the song that I have on the most uh-huh. because it helps me start my day and just uh, thinking about the things I have to be grateful for. So it's called Thank You, Lord. So listen to go. that. Chris Tomlin, you got it. And we also Tomlin. need to um, also not forget about the uh, Pickleball Fellowship. Um, and then, okay, what's your favorite movie right now or your binge? Right now, my wife and I are watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, mean, no, I do like that one. Um, a co- Probably a couple things. I've watched a show on Netflix called Made. Oh. And if you haven't seen no, it, it's a great. Um, the other the other thing uh, that I do besides this crazy pickleball business is I have a nonprofit organization okay. called yeah. Giving Hope. Mm-hmm. And we are about to have our big event on Sunday. And that is where we reach out to, we've actually invited 91 families that are our under-resourced families in our community. Great. Um, we've got very large group in our community of under-resourced oh. people. So it's an event that we put on that provides groceries, blankets, toys, sleeping bags. Wow. And um, we, we bring these people in. It's just a bunch of Christians who come together and put this on. And the show Made reminds me of that because yeah. it shows the story of a girl that is in an abusive relationship. Oh. She's on her own. Okay, and she works about, yeah. really hard mm-hmm. to get some help Mm 
And so that just, I have an attraction to that show because of my giving hope story. We have, we have a lot of ladies like her that we try to support. So made, you need to go watch that. I I also like Anna. I just finished that. That was pretty good. Inventing Anna. What's that on? It's about, um, I still don't know if it's true or based on a true story, but uh, she pretended to be a socialite from Germany. Oh, yeah, and dude. That, like, yeah, she was weird. Oof, yes. That yeah. was, like, very interesting, <laughs> though. Can you see how that could happen yeah. in today's world? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, they say uh, um, history repeats itself sometimes. All right, okay, what's your favorite sports team? Uh, mine's uh, the Chiefs, obviously. And then, um, let's see here, uh, I love me some stars and some Rangers. Nice. Okay, I have to admit that I'm not a huge pro sports person. I'm nothing a big college sports fan. That's nothing wrong with that. So I don't watch a lot of, of pro stuff. I'm one of those that, like in basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I like to see the play set up and run and the masterminding <laughs> behind that. And I feel like at the pro level, it's more like one-on-one, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a quick funny story is when I first met uh, my my wife, we were, uh, we were, something, something happened. She ended up, everybody was getting up and leaving and, and, uh, it's like six 30 in the morning and I'm, I was getting ready for work and I go, where's everybody going? And I goes, I don't know where the hell they're going, but it's game day. And walks out the door. I'm like, oh my God. My brother comes out of the room and goes, if you let this one go, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, I, I, she loves college football and college sports. That's just how it is. So it's okay. I understand that completely. <laughs> okay. Very uh, what, cool. What's your favorite pet? I have chief. Ooh, my pets. dogs. Yes. Yeah. I have Chief, he's a Labradoodle, and Gus is a Havanese. They're nuts. Nice. So you're a dog fan, too. Good. Okay. All yeah. right. Good. So the, uh, the what's, it was one thing nobody knows about you. It's funny. I'll tell you what mine is. I have a, okay. I have a couple thousand records, uh, and I have a decent stereo, and I'm addicted to vinyl. Thing that's going to be a part of my show one day, but I'm addicted to, to uh, music <laughs> records. Very cool. No, that's, that's a kind of a neat little thing. Um, so one thing that a lot of people don't know about me, but it's not really funny, but I'll tie it in to how it becomes funny. So my clients that, you know, I, I meet and see a bunch of uh, new people. So I've had to kind of figure out a way to remember names because I feel like that's important when you're coaching. Mm -hmm. And, um, what they don't know is that back in 2000, I was in a very serious car accident and I'm actually a head injury survivor. So uh, for some reason, God decided to allow me to continue living on this earth because it, it was that bad of one of those fatal ones. But um, after relearning how to write, relearning how to uh, figure out numbers, I was 29 when this happened. And so um, probably through about six months of four different types of therapies, um, I kind of turned the corner. And so uh, still to this day, my short-term memory is not great. So, uh, I mean, I went from having to write little notes everywhere I went about everything mm-hmm. to now it's just a game that I use when I'm remembering names, wow. when I work with clients. That's cool. So I have to kind of match their name up with something. Um, <laughs> yesterday I gave a camp and there's uh, a girl named Kimberly and I had a hard time remembering her name and she always looks beautiful. She's totally made up. Her makeup is perfect. She's got cute little outfits on. And so, for example, I started calling her Kappa Kimberly because she reminded me of like a Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority girl, right? Oh, God. So usually all of my clients and campers have 
two names and, and it is what allows me to remember their <laughs> names. And, um, they're all, they're all matched up, but, um, so that's kind of funny, but it works for me. Um, again, just being able to, uh, live life, play yeah. sports, all the things that I'm doing after what I went through yeah. years ago is, um, huge. So, well, if it's, if it's any consolation, I had a, um, cardiac arrest in 2015 and I had a severe head injury and I know exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> but yeah. the point is I understand from that aspect and, but I do know everything is a lot brighter after you go through something like that. So that is for correct. Sure. So I have a question for you because this changed when I went through that. Uh -huh. And then you remember the movie that came out that talked about um, all the head injuries happening with football players. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like I kind of lost a little bit of my love for football, really, because of oh, being yeah. living through that and having a head injury and having. Um, I've just, lost long term. I know what they're going to experience later, and they're choosing to do it, right? So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, don't do it, don't do yeah. it. Just it's not worth it. I, so I, I, uh, I, but the speech and we had I'd put PVC pipes together. It was just, it was a different world. But I was I was for a month down here in Dallas Presby, but. Okay. We're still here, so that's what's very important. And so, listeners, you're the best. But now, uh, how do my listener, how do our listeners, current and future pickleball professionals, contact you for employment, or or maybe come to your camps, or some, or take some stuff from your, from some of your uh, amazing staff? Uh, how do they get in touch with yeah. you? Thanks, Curtis. So we'd love to have them. So they can just go to my website, amyyarbropickleball.com. Very nice. And I've got everything listed on there. It tells a little bit more about me. It tells more about what we offer every month and you can register on there um i'm actually giving a camp in west palm beach florida in that. january with a good friend professional senior pro player of mine mark milner mm -hmm. and yeah, we're going to be in boca raton right before the app tournament mm -hmm. so come go to <laughs> camp and then stay and play in the tournament with mark and i and it'll be a great week of pickleball in january let's get mark um, let's get mark on here it'll be fun that would be fun he, he would be a great one to have okay, on there. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm I can connect with a lot of people, Curtis. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't my intention, but now it is. Damn it. Let's do this. So, um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I could be reached um, at, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Where are my manners? Would you like to come back on some point in time? I would love to, Curtis. Maybe thanks. come in studio and, and we can see how tall you really are. Because, like, Dirk Nowitzki's coming in here at, uh, I don't know, later in the afternoon. So, I, you know, can't beat that height, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, that would be amazing. I want to, I want to get in there and meet you face to face. It'll happen. Kevin told me you took him out for a drink afterwards. So come on, Curtis. That's what we do. That's what we do. Well, uh, <laughs> well anyway, I can be reached uh, Curtis at reesebracketsports.com if you have any ideas or questions about the show or maybe you want to try to come on. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'm also on Instagram and the Facebook. Like I think Amy is too, right? Because I think that's where I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Amy, you're a pickleball. Yeah, see, I follow her too. I don't think she follows me yet. But anyway, listen, all of you people, please check out um, a, 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 a any show we have on the on our vocal umbrella because there's a mood for everything. And uh, if you see somebody that's on the fence, like if Amy ever sees me hesitating to play with her, she's going to grab my arm and she's say and she's going to say, "Come on, let's pickle." Hey, Ay, have a great weekend. And thanks for coming on. You're the yeah. best. Thanks, Curtis. I really appreciate it. All right, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Coming through.